Let us go to the Word. We're going to Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. And there's a word from the Lord today that I want to share with you. And a powerful word that God put in my spirit some time ago, and I couldn't, couldn't shake it. And every time he brought this back to me, I said, okay, God, I, 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 I believe I get the message. Amen. And so we're going to share that today. Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. It says this, and it's a very familiar text to some of you all. Amen. It says, and they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could blind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and Chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he, had, he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them out away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was come into the ship, he, had been, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis, how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Let the church say amen. Uh, my topic today will come from verse 20. It says, and he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things 
Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. The topic today that God has given me to share with you is simply this, the publisher. The publisher. You may be seated if you can. The publisher. Look at your neighbor and tell them, just say, there's a good chance that you are a publisher. Publish means simply to make, pub make public announcement, to disseminate to the public. Now, the background of this particular text, if you will, we see here that if we were, were to go back to Mark around chapter 4, verse 35, it said, Jesus says to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. <laughs> and he was talking about the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which was actually a large, a very large lake. He said, let us go to the other side. And so we see from Mark down to chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, it says that a storm came up. And this was an unexpected storm. How many of y'all know that many times storms come in our life to stop us from what God has for us? The storms many times come to try to stop us from our shall be. Amen. And so we see here that this storm came, and I want you to know right up front that this was a strategic storm. It was a strategic attack. And many times the enemy will attack, will attack you strategically. And that's when something just pop up out of nowhere. It just come from no, everything's going good, and, 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 and the sun is shining, and all of a sudden this storm just pops up out of nowhere. And, and they begin to look, and because I want you to understand some, some of the history here and some of the folks that were on this ship. They had Peter. Peter owned a, he, he was a fishing business owner. So he owned ships. He, know, he knew about fishing, and if he saw a storm coming up, he would have been one of the first to tell them, hey, we don't need to sail today. But this storm just came out of nowhere, a strategic storm. And Jesus was asleep on the ship, and, and he got up and just looked out and said, peace, be still. And, and when you look deeply in the text and, and look at the Greek of this particular text, it will let you know that he used the same word when he said, peace, be still, in the Greek that he used to cast out the demon early in the, in the book of Mark. And so we understand right now that this, this particular storm that came up, it was a strategic demonic attack. That's why it just came out of nowhere. How many of y'all know that sometimes the enemy will simply just wait on you and try to set you up because he's trying to stop you from something? And, and Jesus rebuked the storm because he had the authority over the enemy. And how many of y'all know he has given us authority? Oh, my God. That's why we shouldn't be defeated today, because he has given up us authority. But one thing I love about Jesus, Jesus never did, it did anything for nothing. Oh, he didn't do anything for nothing, because here we see Jesus knows exactly where he's going. He knows what's on the other side. 
And he knows exactly where he's going. He knows exactly what he's doing. It's a good shepherd going after a bad lamb. Amen. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what's going on on the other side. No doubt, because Jesus was who he was, he heard the man in his spirit screaming for help. Oh, come on, somebody. How many of y'all know God hears you? Oh, my God. And, and so here comes Jesus because he's coming to win a man with an unclean spirit. I mean, you know, even in Luke chapter 8, we see that Jesus was casting out demons. Even when we look at the text, Mary Magdalene in, 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 the, in, in the Bible had seven demons. He cast every one of them out of her sweatless. Amen. Just walk right up and cast them right out. Amen. That's authority. And so we see him now. And this man, when they step off the ship, here there's a, a man that has been dwelling in the tombs, living in the tombs, fierce-looking man, just living in a tomb. If you see him, he would look like a freak of nature. He's naked, hair everywhere. He's howling at night like a werewolf, all kind of stuff. You know, because when you get full of demons, if you ever seen somebody full of demons, it will, it will almost just transform you into something else. King Nebuchadnezzar, amen, when God removed his hand from King Nebuchadnezzar, the enemy began to take over him to a point where hair grew out on his body like eagle's feathers. His, his fingernails grew out like bird's claws. And when you begin to study the text, the same thing with he, that he was called was the same place where we get the name werewolf from. Because, that, that, oh my God, demonic spirits will transform you into something you never thought you would be. Oh, y'all just stick with me today. I got something to tell you. And so we see, when we see this man, he, he's wild and he's hairy and everything. He couldn't live in the town. He had gone. And, and see, that's why. Let, let me tell y'all something right now. Be, be watchful and be careful when you feel more comfortable around sinners than you do around saints. I could stay right there for a few minutes and eat a pack of chips right there and talk to you. Oh, be, be careful when you're you more comfortable around the dead folk and you are around the Christian folk. Oh, my God. And see, this, this fellow was comfortable now because of these spirits in the tombs. And that's where he was living. Three things you got to understand here that the enemy does. When the enemy comes in to try to take you out, the first thing he would do is, see, he drove this man out of his home. Drove him out of his home. Now he's living in the tomb. Why? Because the enemy wants to drive you off of the place where God has you to be. The enemy wants to drive you off of your purpose. He wants to get you so off track that you, don't get, you, you have trouble finding your way back. And so he got this man way off track. He got him out of his home. And see, you got to understand these strategic attacks here. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why you have to be careful when, when God gifts you. How many of y'all know when God gives you a gift, it's for, it's for his bidding. It's for his kingdom. 
And sometimes the enemy will run you off of what you're supposed to be doing with your gift. That's why you see a lot of folk that they don't even realize how the enemy have ran them away from their purpose. You know, they'll be doing things. And that's why you see a lot of folk, especially on some of these award shows. And now they've won this award and they've won this music award or whatever. And they'll say, I started out. Started out in the church with the gift. Because understand this, gifts are given without repentance. In other words, when God gives you a gift, it's irrevocable. But what God says, you got to use it for his bidding. That's why you see a lot of people with gifts that they have allowed the enemy to push them away from their home, to push them away from their purpose. They still have the gift, but they're not doing what God gave them the gift to, to do it. And they're way over there somewhere, and they're using their gift outside of what God has called them to do. But then they say, you know, well, I started out in the church. Well, what you, well, what that mean? Look at your neighbor and say, don't let God push you off the purpose. Don't let the enemy push you off the purpose. Tell them again, don't let the enemy push you off the purpose. Look at them again tell them, don't you let the enemy push you off the purpose. And see, Lord, let, let me say this. I'm going to move. I got, a piece of, I got some chips in my hand right now. I'm trying to stay there. Amen. But y'all help me right Because Listen right here. Because I, I've had people tell me that they say, Bishop, the, the Lord is blessing my son. I said, really? Well, bless the Lord. He said, he didn't open up his own club. And I said, what's your blessing? Y'all see how we can get it twisted? We got to understand what a blessing of the Lord is. Oh, see, the enemy has something counterfeit, but it's not God. Oh, come on, somebody. Lord is blessing my son. You know, he didn't went out and, and cut an album, you know, and what, what's the name of the song? He got a hit song. What's the name of the song? It's just a one-night stand, Bishop. That's the name of the song, but he... Tell your neighbor that's not a blessing from the Lord. See, you allow the enemy to push you away from the purpose, amen, that God has given. When God gives you a purpose, it's for his plan. It's for his will. Amen. And so we see here that these demons have pushed this man in, away from his home into the tomb. The other thing it is, when, 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 when the demons begin to come in and take over you, it, it, the more that come in, you, you begin now to be out of control. This man is out of control. It said no man could tame him. He's out of control. Doing crazy stuff. That fellow that shot up those people in Oregon, amen, in that college was out of control. And we see, we see, y'all got to understand, there's some demons loose in the land when we see all this folks out of control. His father began to, his father talked about, I was looking at his father when he talked, he said, I don't know how my son got all these guns. I don't, I don't know why. See, how many of y'all know you got to monitor your kids? See, see, left to themselves, you, you come in there, they done build a bomb you, in, in your house. He said, I don't know how he got all this out of control. And then the other thing, when demons, when, when they come in, they cause you to be self-destructive. He's cutting himself 
And see, the, the thing about it is, the, the people that hate you don't even have to, have to bother you no more. Because left to yourself, he's cutting himself. A suicidal demon that jumped on. He cutting himself, doing all kinds of things. See, that's why, what we've been dealing with in Iraq. And that same demon is right here in the USA right now. Folk will shoot up people and then they shoot themselves. It's a demon, y'all. what we're dealing with. It's, I, I was reading some time ago, and, and they said when a, a, a demon had, 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 they could tell that something happened and a demon dropped down on, on, on a dog. See, you got to understand, spirits are transferable. And, and the dog had been riding in the back of the truck. Every time they put the dog in the back of the truck, he just ride. And all of a sudden, that demon fell on the dog, and the dog just chucked going down the road. He just jumped out. Killed himself. Y'all got to understand what we're dealing with right now. Amen, somebody. And it's really nothing new. But we got the power. And see, this man was cutting himself, trying to kill himself, trying to commit suicide. Okay. And in the cave, making all kinds of noise. And I heard they hear him at night. They said, they said, that's him, that, 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 that's him, that, that, that Bob, yeah, he used to be all right. And so here he is. And so the thing about it is, now what we, what we see here is when, when they step out of the ship, and, and, and you can imagine the disciples that were, with, that were with Jesus, because when they step out of the ship, they look and they see this, this, this man-like creature running toward Jesus. They said he saw him from far off, but when, when he steps out of the ship, he, now he's running toward Jesus. And no doubt the disciples, they probably had one foot back in the ship <laughs> and one out. They said, we don't. <laughs> and, and he's running toward Jesus. And then when he gets toward Jesus, he, he jumps down and, and begins to worship. But there's something wrong with the worship. Because now, we see here, now it's worshiping, but now voices begin to start speaking through this man. Oh, my God, my God. And so what happens here when we see this, they begin to talk. And in the text right here, we get a glimpse into the unseen spiritual world of spiritual warfare, which is even going on around us right now every day. And so we get a glimpse for a few minutes. We, we're given a position overlooking the battlefield. And so one thing that, that, that you'll notice right here, we hear not a word from the disciples during this whole encounter. Because they're looking at this. They will say, my God. They're just looking. And, and, and they're like, wow, we... We've seen a whole lot of stuff, but we have, and they, I can imagine their mouth just dropped open and they're looking because now this demon is talking and trying to negotiate with Jesus. And he says here, now, I want y'all to get this, because there's a whole lot in here. I can't cover it all, but I want you to get the point today. It, it, it says here, now that the demons are trying to negotiate, they said, let us stay in this area. Let us stay in this area. Because they wanted to stay in the territory. They said, let us stay in this territory. Can we stay here 
and remain here so we can have his children? Can we remain here so we can have his finances? Can we remain here so we can have his marriage? Can we remain here so we can take this neighborhood? Can we remain here so we can have this city? They say, you, you got to understand, demons are territorial. And, 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 and here, understand, they cared nothing about the man. They wanted the territory. The demons don't just want to take you out. He wants your family. So let us stay here. My God, my God. Let us stay here in Chicago. Let us stay here. All them shootings going on in Chicago. Let us stay. Let, let, let us stay in D.C. Can we stay here? Let, let, let us stay in this ISIS group. Oh, come on, somebody now. Let us stay here so, 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 so we can do some more damage. Let us stay here because this is our territory. We want to take this territory. That's why today, let me tell y'all something. That's why today false teaching is so, pre so prevalent across the land. Because the enemy say, if I can give them false teaching and teach them a false grace, like they can still do anything and still God's grace will, will bring them out without repentance. Let, 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 let me tell you, because he knows if he can do that, we will not be effective and the enemy can take the whole neighborhood. That's why you got to be careful of false teaching today. How many of y'all know sin is still sin and right is still right? All oh, put your hands together right there. My God, my God. And so we see here that you understand, see, false teaching is a weapon of the enemy. If he can get you to think, oh, I can do anything and come back, you know. And, and, but see, when, when you slip out there and try to do it, that's when he's going to try to take you out. That's where he's got a demon, amen, because you have opened yourself up to, the, to that enemy. And so we see here, this thing, it, it's got to be something because we see that the demons now are allowed by Jesus to go into these swine over here. There's about 2,000 swine just over here grazing. And so Jesus, the text said, he gave them leave. In other words, amen, oh my God. So you got to understand, y'all understand, how many of y'all, let, let me reiterate that Jesus gave us authority as well. How many of y'all know that? So in other words, not only can you tell a demon to come out, you can tell them where to go. So Jesus gave them leave, and he said, and he sent them, he allowed them and sent them over into the swine. See, understand one thing. This man had just enough of a will still left in him. Oh, my God, that Jesus heard him and came all the way across the sea. Come on, somebody. Amen. How many of y'all know he heard you and he came over to rescue you? How many of y'all glad that you've been rescued? Woo! 2,000 swine, swine went violently down the hill. This man had all this stuff inside of him. See, demons don't, a, a, a demon can sit on the head of a pen. They don't need much space. All these demons were in one man. And they began to ask, then Jesus asked them, not because he didn't know, it, because he wanted us to know. This was a teaching point to the disciples. And he said, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion. That wasn't the name of the demons. He just wanted to know how many of us are in here. 
And so what you got to understand is, now, you might say, well, why did they come, come up with, with, with Legion? Because it was, they were in the, 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 the Kapopolis area. And so because they were there, that's where the Roman soldiers, the legions, marched all the time. And legion is regimented. Legion is in order. It lets you know de the devil letting us know right there. My, my, oh, my army's in order now. They come in order to cause disorder. They in order. They marching in regiment. That's what a legion and the army is. And so since the man and the demons, they would see the legion soldiers coming by in, in a big army. And they knew it was the legion. So the, the, the way the demons described it, they said, we are legion. Because we know that in the Roman army means four to 6,000 soldiers. He said, there's a lot of us jokers up in here. All of that was in one man. That's why when you study the text, you'll find that in the beginning, they could contain the man. But more demons came into him. Now he was so strong that no man could set and tame him. They couldn't, even the, 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 the handcuffs and what they call fetters couldn't hold him. He would break them. Still cut himself. Oh, he was in deep. But Jesus, whoo, my God, my God. Here we go. Now we see this man. And I begin to look at this man carrying all of that. And when see, you got to understand with a man carrying all this, it's a miracle when all those demons come out of at once. You see somebody that can't, well, we got two of them out. There's some more in there. He's still, one of them still talking. I ain't coming out. You, <laughs> that's why you got to have their authority. And know that you got authority in the name of Jesus come out. Jesus just walked right up and just, 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 just out of sweat. He said, yeah, y'all go ahead. I'm, I'm going to allow y'all to go into the swine. See, the thing about it is I, you, you, the, the man had, we, see, the swines did not have the willpower to say, Lord, help me, or to fight it off because they're not designed like man. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I'm telling you something here. Y'all got to listen to what, what I'm saying here. And, and so we see here, the demons didn't care about the man. They wanted the territory. And, and see, let, let me tell y'all something. Can, 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 I, can I do one commercial? Amen. Because see, what you got to understand, this is why you got to make sure your spirit is closed and locked with God. Because demons are transferable. You got these jokers playing around, chasing ghosts and all this kind of stuff on. on and see, after a while, that, that same devil, that same demon they're chasing is going to do them just like they did the sons of Sceva. Amen. They're going to turn on them and say, we don't even know you chasing us. And they're going to whip the socks off of them. That's why you can't play with demons. Even when you're at a funeral, you got to make sure your spirit is closed and, and locked with God. Because if, if that fellow that's in the casket dies, shooting at people and killing up people that demon that was in him have come out and are looking for somebody else to go into that's why if you have your spirit open that demon will set right down on you amen in some of the studies that I've, I've, I've done I, I, I was reading about a young man and he said his grandmother who, who had dealt in witchcraft had, had died he was going to the house and, 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 and one reason later on that he knew that she had died because when he was driving in his car he said he felt a dark thing trying to come down on him. It was trying to stay in the bloodline. It was trying to stay in the family. But he began to rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. I have the authority over you. Somebody 
shout glory in here. 